welcome to Drunk Mythology! Today we are continuing to talk about vampires around the, the world. world! I am your co-host, Krista Hansiger. And I am your co-host, Christian Madonna. <laughs> the sneeze dabber. <laughs> the Dracula sneeze dabber. The Dabchula. <laughs> yeah, I'll just use our bad Dracula accents because we are continuing to talk about vampires this Halloween season. That's what you get when you we say we will never talk vampires. We're we talk, having a whole season of them. It's the season of Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we are traveling around the globe. but Around kind of... the mostly East and Southeast Asia yeah. globe. It's a big part of the world with it a big is. population. You should really think about its importance. And we, we found a whole bunch of really interesting ones that we really wanted to spotlight. And then we looked back on it and we're like, oh shit, our vampires around the world are very, very they're South Pacific very, and Eastern. Very vampires of the East. Yeah, so sorry about that, but um... Hey, you and your Western vampire norms, consider the following. <laughs> Do you know Chinese vampires? Because you will. Because you're about to. And I will drop the accent now. Yeah. <laughs> so, we are getting into the Chinese hopping vampire, the Zhangxi. Zhangxi! And I'm so sorry because I tried to look up correct pronunciations, but I couldn't actually get, like, a definitive source. And we've been drinking. And we have been drinking. And we're always bad about names. So, sorry, Shang-Chi. Here we go. I am sorry, uh, Hopping Vampires, to have dishonored you. Yep. Poor, poor hopping vampires. So, poor assholes. So, the Zhangxi, they are very interesting because the meaning of their name is actually like hard or stiff, which was kind of usually used to mean like corpse because obviously, you know, rigor, vigor, mor- rigor mortis. Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen, rigor mortis pops up. <laughs> oh no, I've got the Vigo Mortensen. He's Mortenson. underground like his career because <laughs> he's doing a bunch of underground indie movies now. Get it? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> So, so yes. when your soul is all stiff, I'm uh, sorry, the, the accent pervades. <laughs> when when your soul's all stiff from this rigor mortis and you're unable to move, how are you gonna get around? You gotta hop like some kind of pogo stick. They did the hop. 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 They did the bunny hop, really. They did the bunny It's kind of how it works. The changshi hop. Like, it's kind of like a mix between a zombie and a vampire because they have their arms outstretched because it's like, you know, full on, I died this way. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she died this way. And they hop like bunnies to their destination. The arms are really a balancing part of it. Yeah, so they don't fall over on their face. Because if they... It, Which would actually be pretty funny. I think if they, if they jumped without any arms outstretched for balancing, like, what if they just jumped straight up and down? They're going to fall. They're going to fall immediately. And that's that's not horrifying at all. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I want to see. It's a Zhang- kind of horrifying. I want to see like a Zhangxi like comedy movie where it's just like Zhangxi dead and loving it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want that. I where just hops and just face plants. <laughs> I think that would be pretty funny. Okay, <laughs> so there are kind of, so that is that could also be kind of scary though. Is this consistent, unstopping, unrelenting hopping motion that's very rhythmic? Hop. Like, imagine you're standing there. Hop, 
hop, hop, hop, hop, hooray. <laughs> yes. Like, imagine you're standing there and you see almost a sort of army coming towards you with the same inhuman rhythmic hopping. Oh, what if they hop to a march? So it's just like a hundred, it's like 10,000 hops at once. Oh my God, it'd be deafening. Yeah. Oh, that. Now that would be terrifying. Now that's an army of the dead. Yeah. So mostly I saw it was just like a line of them, which is pretty, pretty funny. Not gonna lie. It's pretty, uh, any, any less than like 20. I think it's also like the slow moving thing. Like we're so used to vamp, like we're used to zombies being slow and like Shaun of the Dead that can be used for comic relief. But for like fast moving zombies or vampires, it's like terrifying. Also like what? They can't hop 20 feet. They hop like, like us. Like a normal human. They hop like us, but stiffer. So they hop like a foot. And non-tiring. Like that's the thing that I think is most terrifying is that they cannot tire because they don't have any like endurance that's like a human stamina. Oh, they are they on... Will, they will catch up to you. They took a couple monsters. Yep. <laughs> so I think that's the most terrifying part. It's just like the consistent persistence. Yeah, nothing's more terrifying than persistence and determination. It's, it's true. It's what gets you jobs and also why we're such good hunters. So the thing about them that's so interesting is they're not depicted in like rotting suits or whatnot. They're actually depicted in very specific nobility uniforms. Yeah, they're, they're dressed up... Uh, how, Tell me about tell me about these uniforms. Like what? Okay, so apparently they are dressed up in the Chin uniforms, and that's like 200 BC, I want to say. And they were like a ruling class for a little bit of China's history. So wait, they're, they're dressed up like like bureaucrats of the Chin Dynasty? Yes. yes, like nobility, bureaucrats, legislative authorities. So your tax collector sucks your blood, and it's too you know. And it's you're like, what else? Are, what else are you gonna suck out of me today? 201 BC, taxes. your bureaucrat sucks your sucks your taxes, and you kill him. And then he comes back, hops, and sucks your, sucks your blood? Yeah. So that's the thing is that there was, like, I saw some source that said it may have been because of, like, the anti-Chin sentiments of the Han dynasty that came right after. I mean, the Hans did call them a bunch of blood-sucking bureaucrats. Right? So that's... that's a term like, that's been that's a very, used the best around throughout history. Yeah, right? That is a that is a not-aging term. No. <laughs> Whatever that word is. Eternal. Eternal term. It is an immortal term. It is an undying. <laughs> so that's kind of why they're dressed up that way. And I think that's fascinating. It's like a historic context to it that also adds like such a, a little bit of like a tongue in cheek to it, I think. Yeah, right. Like what if what if you don't recognize, well, if you don't recognize them, then you're probably just going to do some sort of like stereotyping of it. But if you do recognize them, like, oh, thank God, it's not a Han Dynasty bureaucrat. Those are so much. Uh, they lasted for so those much Those are longer. so much more efficient. They lasted like, what, like 400 years? Yeah. Not this this. 20-year Qin dynasty. Right? So the thing about these vampires, the Zhangxi, was that they didn't start out, at least not, it doesn't seem like they started out as being bloodsuckers. It was a meritocracy. They had to get promoted. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The thing is, is that they started out as like, kind of like psychic vampires today, where it's like sucking like the chi, the life force of somebody, not necessarily through blood, but through their person, like their aura. So one of those personalities that just sucks the energy out of you, because I believe that's like a just bureaucrat. called working a job. Yeah, like your boss. <laughs> <laughs> like anyone around. Just like, oh, am I clocked in? I believe everyone right now is Changji then. Right. So I saw one source that said hungry ghosts was a possibility of introducing the blood sucking, like insatiable appetite does to their characters. Eyes? It does. It's got them hungry eyes for that hungry blood. So that was one like theory there. Wait, wait, does it suck your chi during the day or at night? Because most of my chi gets sucked out during the day. At night, apparently. Uh, that's why it's kind of like the vampire thing at night. Uh, I'll get to that. Okay. Because they hide during the daytime
time in dark places like caves or coffins. Oh, they they straight up vampires. Yeah, so that's kind of like drawing that back into it. And then also like the um, westernization, which brought out like a bunch of monster vampire movies over to China, actually caused like this big Jiangxi movie genre of the 80s. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like, oh, you got your slasher fix, you got your Jiangxi flicks. Yeah, got, where yeah. there was like the slasher movies of like um, America with, you know, Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Similarly, there's also this uh, vampire craze going on in China. Oh, yeah. And one of them, the most, one of the more famous ones is Mr. Vampire, which oh. we saw pictures for. <laughs> or even even like the Dracula craze. I mean, you had like those Christopher Lee Dracula movies. They put out like 40 of them. Right. Or like the Satanic Panic of the 70s. Yeah, yeah. It's like it comes and goes and waves. Yeah. So this was one of those cases where it's like now the Zhangxi are definitely like blood-sucking vampires. Ooh, nice. So the thing about them that's super interesting is how they were made. Where they come from. Where do they go? Where do they come from, Zhangxi Zhou? Hop to it. They come from, apparently during the Qing Dynasty of 1644 to like 1912-ish. So you're talking the last true dynasty before the uh, Civil War and Also, can I just say this is like fucking fantastic that that dynasty lasted so long? That is impressive. So during this time, there was a lot more migratory workers laboring far from their homelands, like looking to find jobs elsewhere beyond the scope of what was available to them. And nothing has ever changed. <laughs> right? That was the start of it. And now here we are. So the thing is, is that when they died and they passed away, they weren't near their homeland to be buried, but they still had to get there. Because there's there's a thought that you want to be buried with your ancestral home and like an ancestral plot. It's still kind of a thing. To no, be. yeah, that's that, that's, still, that's, like a, that's like a universal that's thing. That's kind of a universal thing. That's a thing in like, a, that's a thing in Western practices as well. So here's the thing that kind of ties in this mystery or this uh, myth that I love. Lacking the funds for transportation, the families would pay a corpse driver to do the job to to deliver their corpses, but with necromancy. So they couldn't pay for a hearse to go, like, 2,000 miles? No. There is only the corpse driver <laughs> who does this through this like necromancy. This like movie, The Corpse Driver. With necromancy. That's the best part. Necromancy! So, he was said to magically bind the wrists, ankles, and knees of the cadaver. Wrists, ankles, and knees. Ankles <laughs> and knees. knees. Forcing it upright, and then, with a long stick, would pull oh. Where's that long stick going? <laughs> it would prod and poke the corpses so that they hopped, like, under their own volition all the way home. <laughs> it's really, you don't have to have a lot of, like, mystical power to prod and poke a corpse to... to... But, like, raising the dead, you do. No, you just have to have the determination to keep poking it until it just fucking gets up. Right. The dead aren't, aren't done. They're just stubborn. <laughs> so five more minutes. <laughs> it's five more minutes for the rest of your afterlife. Right. But I love it because he just like lines them up in a row and then they all just hop about. And then other accounts talk about like he sometimes has a rhythmic banging of a drum or a bell to kind of like keep time and make sure they're all hopping in line together. They gotta, they, like, they, they gotta Come hop on. in the line, everybody. Guys, a long way to go. You Grab gotta, your like, body in time. You gotta, hop like, in the line. <laughs> Jump in the line. Rock your body. <laughs> Okay. Time. Okay. okay, I believe you. Again, with our like comedy Zhangxi movie, oh, play that absolutely. song and all of them just do <laughs> the dance. Like, absolutely. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. So, from far away, you imagine just like this lineup hopping in rhythm to either a drum, a bell, or a prodding of a stick. A drum, a bell, a bellafonte, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so great. And <laughs> so, the corpses would travel at night not only to minimize the decay 
decay of the sun, but also to the priest leading the procession would like ring a bell because it was like bad luck to look upon the Zhangxi. Um, even before there was a whole blood sucking thing. You didn't want to look upon a bunch of dead bodies. You, I mean, yeah, on. that's just kind of a day ruiner. Let's be yeah, real. Just be like, hey, I saw a dead person today. I saw like a dozen dead people. And it's, it's only... It's, and they were hopping. It's only 11. In like, time to carol the bells. It was kind of weird. Carol the bells, carol the bells. Or like little drummer boy percussion gun style. Like <laughs> white stripes. Oh, <laughs> Seven Nation oh, Army. Man. Your drums <laughs> keep changing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine though the priest that is drumming to that? It's actually just the white stripes hopping along with him. <laughs> It's like Jack White and the White Stripes are just like also on the bamboo poles, yes. just like playing their instruments. From a history standpoint, bringing up the point of the bamboo poles. Bamboo poles. <laughs> the rows of the recently deceased were actually transported with these poles, not via necromancy, but by tying them up and like hefting them over thousands and thousands of miles. Imagine, if you will, you've got two long bamboo, po- bamboo poles and you got two guys carrying these bamboo poles and on instead of a bunch of shirts drying stuck through one end to the other you got a bunch of shirts stuck through one end to the other but there's bodies that are dead attached to them right so then you got like these bouncing on these flexi bamboo poles I don't know there's like four or five a dozen a dozen bodies on them yeah and they long all, poles and from far away they seem to be hopping they seem to be hopping with the bouncy bamboo poles as the persons are walking them which is so cool I love that there's like a maybe historical reference kind of in here it's awesome alright cause if you see this you're like oh i don't think i was supposed to see that no one told me there would be a bunch of bouncing dead people today and then you hear the bells and you're like oh right that's what told me ah fuck yeah need my I'll hearing check so there's a few things you can do to help save yourself from a zhang shi because they are now like blood-sucking vampires they can be repelled by mirrors because they are terrified of their own reflections which is great because sometimes they can be like a recently dead body where it's not that bad you know you're whatever you're a little you're a little gaunt or you can be a horrible flesh rotting monster and they see that and they're like I've become my father <laughs> <laughs> they hate themselves is that my face is that my, is that my face? My face damn I'm ugly I don't want to live this way right so you show them <laughs> you show them their true selves in the mirror and they have to take a long hard look and they do not like that they get a nice portrait of uh, Dorian Gray right so another thing is the call of a rooster which also signifies the daybreak same so, deters me right so if you have a rooster and you're just like squeeze it like call real fast and they'll be like oh the day is coming the hooves of a black donkey and the wood of a peach tree which are more shamanistic like these things have properties that are magical like a peach tree can be like immortality or like yeah peach tree pops up all the time I gotta go back to that donkey though do you need the hooves or do you need the whole donkey apparently just the hooves sorry donkey I mean the rest of it could probably be like you know this feeds a full family I guess or this is none goes to waste my friend none does none goes to waste you're right yeah because the peach I'm just like thinking back the peach trees were also a bit of the Sun Wukong story. There were, I'm pretty sure some of, he got some immortal peaches. He got some immortal peaches, yeah. Peaches and immortality, peaches and like holiness. I get yourself also, some sweet, sweet, juicy, delectable peaches today because they may just grant you immortal, uh, morta- 
neutrality or protection. Right? And also the wood of the peach tree, which can be used for exorcism. Yeah, or some immortal exorcisms. Right? Either way, get yourself so get your hands on some sweet, juicy, delectable peaches. Yeah. So they can also be sealed or inhibited by kind of like a Taoist talisman placed on the head. Oh. If you like search Zhangxi, it's kind of a part of their design. And this is kind of like a how a golem is controlled. It's like the piece of paper, you know? Oh, you like you're slapping the talisman, which is like a piece of paper, and it now seals you have, them, and now you have control. It's, over it's like a spell on uh, written on like this, yes. this like scroll you slap on them. Yes, and now you have control. And it's kind of like a less gruesome stake through the heart, really, because it's just being like pinned to their forehead as opposed to just like shoved through their body. Uh, I see. So that's kind of cool. And one of our favorite games, Overwatch, has a character named Mei, who her Halloween skin was Jiangxi hopping vampire skin, and she has the talisman. Oh, yeah. She uh, has like all these things. She's uh, dressed up. The correct way. She's the Chinese hero. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's from China. So that's super cool that they kind of like brought that in and she's all... Uh, that's super cool to bring that in. Right. And the Zhangxi is also part of D&D. It's part of like Vampire the Masquerade. It's awesome. It's a vampire that's coming your way. You're going to find... You're going to hear more about him and we're going to hear about him first from us. Yeah. I kind of want to watch Mr. Vampire now. You know... I'm I, intrigued. I would... I would drink and watch Mr. Vampire real yeah. good right now. Hell yeah. Speaking of drinking, I forgot that we like have mentioned through all of these vampire episodes. Oh, God. But we've been we, through so many. I know, right? But we have been drinking red wine. We've been drinking blood. Blood. Blood wine. Mm-hmm. Red wine from box. <laughs> In plastic cups like classy vampires. I'll have a... Ah, 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 ah. I had a Miller yesterday. I drank him all up. Today I will have a blood light. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Dad Dracula puns. Dad Kula. <laughs> so we're so glad you guys have joined us for yet another awesome story of a international vampire. And uh, find us on social media. We have an Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're talking about. We're gonna have some fright days. We're gonna be posting about all this stuff. You know, this is once. This is your one of many stop shop for all these vampire and cryptid stories you want to hear this Halloween. Get you in them spooky, spooky moods. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you guys so much. Um, check us out at drunkmythology.com and email us at drunkmythology at gmail.com. Yeah, give us them five blood stars, please. Ah, ah, ah. Ah, ah, Three ah. vampire stories. Ah, ah, ah. ah. ah.